Oh, yes. We're back. Back in the studio. The three-man weave. Brad, hit the high horn. Let's go. Boom. Live from the MWBK studios in South Austin, Texas. It's backdoor cover, and it's the NFL Week 3 preview. You know exactly what it is. Hello, I am Micah. I am joined by Brad. Did you forget your name there for a minute? Your initials? I, I did. And I'm also joined by the one and only Can't Miss Mitch. Boys, I was excited to do the three-man weave. I was mm-hmm. running that drill side to side. Yeah? Remember that? No. You got to go remember, up and dunk Do you ever play basketball? Oh, I remember the three-man weave, if that's what you're asking. So, I thought you were asking if I remembered you executing it, and oh, I, have, no. I do not remember seeing you. Well, Micah physically. just brought it up. Mm-hmm. Let's do yes, it. I do know the three-man weave. It's I was exciting. a varsity basketball player, uh, for the record. Just like uh, Aubrey Marcus, a.k.a. Chris. Anyway, that's that's not important. That's Welcome that is to Backdoor Cover. Uh, the three of us are in a room together. We are excited to break down all of the action in week three. If by now you know what the deal is, we pick every game against the spread. The algo, our value index algorithm, kicks in in week four. So that's... That's next week. That's one more week away. So our picks today will be based on what we think about the game as observers. That's right. But not data. But, but then kicking in next week, the, the, the algo is ready, I, I would assume. Have you lubed up the algo? Has you, have you iced down the servers? I mean, I think if we look at last week's pick. That's what I'm about to say. I'm pretty sure the algo is lubed. I mean, we might have a plug up in there. I'm thinking your human picks here. What did you go last week? 14 and 4. Let's go. Hit that high porn. Let's go. It's because we had a couple of those games. We were like, we got to hammer the under. We got to hammer the over. Remember, we took the... uh, I I screamed Mm -hmm. under in that Mm -hmm. San Fran Phillies game. That game was like 2 to 0. It might as well have been. Right. 3 to 2. And then we had the over. Micah and I both were screaming about the over in that Mm Minnesota-Arizona game. mm -hmm. I think they scored 50 points in the first half. It was, it was wonderful. It made me feel so good about myself. There was a couple of misses. Steelers, we were dead wrong. Yeah, loud wrong about that one. Kansas City, although they, were, they didn't score in the fourth quarter. I mean, Buffalo, uh, Baltimore, they, they shut them down. That, those, those two were my big misses and then a couple other and ones. We'll, we'll talk about the Chiefs. My big miss last week was I loved Miami, who got smoked 35 nothing. It made I love me Buffalo. look like a fool. I love so, Buffalo, yeah. Uh, you know, take that however you will. Here's something else you should take, Brad mm. and Mitch and the listeners. Go ahead. Early bird CBD gummies. And you can get them at earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC. That noise you hear is Mitch opening his bag of watermelon flavored CBD uh, oh. gummies. He's he getting just, lit on the air. Oh, yeah. Just so you know, these things are formulated for fun. Mitch is, is chewing and about to experience a micro dose of THC as well as uh, a fair amount of uh, CBD. I'm that's pretty make sure him you made good. all those picks on the CBD last week. I'm pretty sure you had some early bird in your mouth uh, pre-episode last You're week. You're a thousand percent right. And I think these CBD eddies, that's what we can... That, that, they, that's why they we deserve 14 and 4. More than zero did credit. Have, did you have an edible last week? Oh, no. So... Yeah, no, I lose my mind. You have, were you on one? Uh, I was not. Okay, so then obviously I'm fired with those. These things. are for sleep for me. Like if I take one, I'm over here snooze. You're gonna hear. These are my limitless pills. Oh yeah, but they're gummies and they're delicious. Yeah, perhaps you you're familiar with the term microdosing. 
That's mm. that's where how that's the world Mitch is living in right now as he enjoys his early bird CBD and you can enjoy them too. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC and you save 20% on your first order. These are boys too. They're from Austin. Like they're straight It's a local up, company. Here. They ship to all 50 states. And they ship fast. They do. And it's just a, it's a tremendous product. You can get the little four pack samplers, which Mitch is enjoying right now that you can take on the go formulated for fun. Or you can get the 30 pack, which I have sitting at home. I that's, got the lemon. That's my pack. evening medicine. Mm-hmm. As your boy attempts a war on carbohydrates, as we are now three weeks from the wedding. What he means by that is he's he's eating those uh, edibles instead of drinking beers. I well, got to find a way to take the edge off. You don't take the edge off. Just don't eat. Be miserable. Lock yourself up. That and sounds like it would add I some mean, edge. Don't don't eat. Smoke a few cigarettes, <laughs> and dude, you'll be skinnier by. Next week. Your teeth might fall out, but you'll be fine. Well, instead of doing that, I'm just going to eat an early bird uh, CBD mm. gummy every night. And that's, that's what I've been doing. It yeah. feels great. I'm cool as a cucumber, and you will be too. Mm. All right, that's it. Earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC. The promo code's automatically applied. Go check it out. You won't regret it. Well said. All right, let's get to business. Uh, one other thing. Check out Micah's Read of the Week on mm. Mind of Micah this week. Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter mind of micah uh, i did a four-part piece about the rumble in the jungle about muhammad ali uh uh george uh george foreman and then the sports writers who covered him mm. and covered the event including hunter s thompson who uh did a lot of drugs it's a it's a fascinating story mind of micah wherever podcasts are found all right let's get started we are recording this thursday afternoon so you're probably listening to it friday but if you are listening to it thursday we're going to start with the thursday night game we're going to get on the record because that's the kind of guys we are we will not delete this no matter what happens Mm. panthers at texans a game that stinks and we're not going to spend much time talking about the texans are starting someone at quarterback who has a very long neck and whose last name is mills who started five davis mills yeah uh, a guy who started five games last year at stanford uh, no one expected this guy to start in the NFL, and yet here we are. The Panthers are eight-point road favorites, which is a lot for anybody. Panthers come in two and zero. This, oh, oh, tell me about the the line movement here, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. So it opened up at four and a half and forty-five, and naturally, this line has gone in favor of money coming in on Carolina. You got a rookie quarterback starting for an already terrible Houston team. Although yes. I believe, I think, are they 2-0 and against the spread? I believe oh, they, I'm are. Sure they are. Because they they've been good. Yeah, because they lost to the Browns by what? Was it 10? Let me see. What did they lose by? I'm really curious. I'm, I'm searching as we speak. All right. Well, while you guys are talking. They lost 31-21 last yeah, week. Yeah, they lost by in 10. In Cleveland. So the line was like 12 and a half or 13. These guys are 2-0 and against the spread. They're at home. They have been disrespected. Rightfully so. I don't even know who this quarterback is. No. You told me Stanford. Great. He's probably. Like, this isn't one of those guys where if you're a college football fan. This guy should be in fan, private equity. <laughs> yes. And he will be soon. He'll probably be out of the league like Jay Danucci or Ben Danucci soon. My the, my point is, it doesn't matter how big a college football fan you are. Even if you're a Pac-12 fan, you don't know who this guy is. He only started five games last year. This this guy, this is a disaster waiting to happen. I, I, I know it's a big number. Even at eight points, I'm all over Carolina on the road. And the Carolina defense is good this year, man. Like, they have looked good. It's six sacks. 
They're going to eat this Sunday. fucking kid alive. They are going to eat this motherfucker alive. I've loved Carolina from the beginning. I think Darnold has finally found a home. They've got weapons on uh, both sides of the ball. I love the receivers. And you've got the best running back in the league. So this is going to get ugly in a hurry. Houston has hung around these last two weeks. You know, they almost look like they could actually pull off an upset in that first half against Cleveland. There's no chance that happens this week. This is going to be a disaster. Here's what I'm doing. I'm going to take Carolina first quarter, first half, and the game. This is going to be a blowout, sit back, Drink a beer, and you might want to tune in to what's going on in baseball because it might be a little bit more exciting. I love but, it. But Carolina's a good football team, a great football team. We think Carolina's very good. And, you know, this seems like uh, this guy from the Texans will probably throw a pick six or two. That's a, probably a good I, that's I a good scrambled to pick up Carolina. Yeah, if you can get defense scoring or, or yeah. you know, more than one interception. I, like I mean, I like that. He's throwing two or three picks tonight. Yeah. Um, all right, so that that's the Thursday night game. Not exactly a very compelling matchup between two sexy franchises, but let's move on. All right, so Arizona at Jacksonville. This line opened up Arizona laying nine and a half and forty six. That total has gone up six points. What to fifty two? And the line movement has gone in favor of Jacksonville. The line's now down to seven. So very interesting. They're saying Arizona doesn't have a defense. Arizona should have lost last week. Let's let's start by saying that. Arizona did win an exciting game with a lot of points. But when the Vikings, when you have a 37-yard field goal, you you need to make that field goal to win the game. I like Arizona. I'm happy with them. Kyler Murray's phenomenal, and that team is outstanding. Minnesota had a great game last week. They had a great game. Thielen was crushing it. I mean, they look great. Yeah. I it, What is it at? Seven and a half, you said? Or is it seven? Seven. seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I like Arizona big time. I don't think they have any trouble with Jaguars. Jaguars have looked awful, man. I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with that spread. They're bad. They're really bad. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence has played poorly. That Arizona defense, they do have some some guys up front who can pressure him. But Cardinals are kind of like baby Chiefs, like high-octane offense, defense, ad, Yeah, they have a similar defensive approach, too, which the Chiefs have, which is basically like we're just going to be wild. And we're going to turn you over enough that our offense is going to beat you. Uh, the the Chiefs do not play base defense ever. They 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 and Arizona does a lot of the same things. So what are we on AZ? Well, I haven't said anything about yeah. Let's anything, hear this. But I I, I got to tell you something. This line movement is frightening. Mm. Okay, because I look at this, I'm like Arizona by a billion. Mm-hmm. But now you've got line movement going towards Jacksonville, a two and a half point. That means money just came in. A lot of money came in on Jacksonville when a majority of the bets will be on Arizona. So if you want to fade the public, you're all over Jacksonville. I, I, I can, in my right mind, <laughs> pick Jacksonville. I, I, I like Arizona here, but I am maybe I'm not betting on this game yeah. because I am very weary, but maybe we're overthinking this. Somebody knows something. Because that line moved two and a half points in the wrong direction that I like. I'm on AZ. I ain't scared. I've, I'm waiting and hoping that this goes another point towards Jacksonville. This gonna, this if, it's cares, if, if it's Arizona at six and a half, I'm ready for it. This game is going to go the other way. Mm, but mm, we'll I see. think you're probably right. Uh, I'm seeing seven and a half on ESPN at the moment. So yeah, my maybe it's too. already bounced back that way. Who knows? Okay. Indianapolis at Tennessee. This should be a fire game. 
That line opened up at 54 and a half and Tennessee laying five line has pretty much stayed the same, although we're seeing that number move up to five and a half, six in some books. And then the total, we've got some significant line movement. I'm seeing 47 and a half, 48. So it's six, six and a half point line movement in favor of the under. We're expecting a defensive game here. What do you boys think? Man, Tennessee was like dead on arrival after week one, and they resuscitated the shit out of that team on the back of Derrick Henry. Week one and through the first yeah, half. The first yeah. three quarters. They were yeah. down 14 going to the fourth. It was and brutal. then he put him on his back, and he just took him across the finish line. That was an insane performance by Henry. Um, yeah, I don't know really what to think. Indy's in trouble because their quarterback's got no ankles. Well, and, Like both of them. And I think the public is very much uh, down on Carson Wentz right now. And and. Generally, he gets hurt. This is something he has a long track record of doing. He's been unimpressive. Did you see the film of him getting hurt? I did this not. This guy like, rolls up on him and both of his feet are Oof. pointing the wrong way. It's disgusting. Well, whatever the case, I I, that's, I, I think will lead to a lot of the, uh, the, the downward line movement. I, I think if you follow Carson Wentz's career, though, he's likely to bounce back this week. He's been pretty bad the first two. I like this indie team. I'm not sold on Tennessee. I've generally been a supporter of them the last couple of years. That being said, this is a must-win game for Indy. If they start 0-3, they're in big trouble. It is a division game, and this seems like a lot of points in my mind. Looks like Jacob it Eason feels, is going to be their quarterback. It feels like a field goal game, uh, depending on quarterback play. Now now that you say it, if it's Jason Eason, that changes that changes yeah, guys, the equation. I, I mean, your other options are Brett Hundley and Sam Ellinger. So. It's it's Brett Hundley's under center. I, I got to tell you, yeah, I'm Ooh. with you. If Carson Wentz playing, Mike, I couldn't agree with you more. I thought, actually, Indianapolis hung in very uh, well with the Rams, who I think are a Super Bowl contender. I think they've got a great shot at winning the whole thing. I think you know they will be there. The fact that Indianapolis was down in the red zone multiple times, came away empty-handed. Uh, I think they, they were looked, one for four in the red they zone. Looked, they <laughs> they looked, failed they were, on on fourth down three they had, times. They had bad luck, and against a phenomenal Rams defense, I think they the ran play, into Aaron I think the play yeah. calling was terrible. I think if they were smart and they just took the damn points, mm. if they just kicked the field goal, yeah, would have had uh, an easy win. But the Colts covered last week against a phenomenal team. So your analysis is not wrong. But look, a backup quarterback, this is trouble. This is absolute trouble. And I think Tennessee is just going to step on them. I don't care who's under center. Uh, It's not Carson Wentz. And it's definitely a downgrade. So Tennessee is definitely going to win. I'm on the Titans too. Convincing. And last week, I I loved seeing them bounce back. I loved seeing them cover. I actually took the money line. Uh, which I thought was dead in the water and uh, phenomenal. Derrick Henry gets you paid. Yeah, it's it's a scenario where this feels like a field goal game if you've got Carson Wentz. Without Carson Wentz, it feels like a touchdown or worse. That's right. So we're all with Tennessee. Yep, I agree with that. Baltimore at Detroit. This line looks, well, opened up very funky Mm. because the total was 43 and a half and Detroit was favored by three and a half. What? What opening line is that? What? Wow. Are you sure? I, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm I heard this as well. I'm positive. And now that line move in Baltimore laying eight and that total is I'm creeped up eight to and 49 a and a, in 49 and a half. Uh, and I'm seeing 50. Yeah, getting it's, in on Detroit as a favorite is like getting Bitcoin early in the... Those lines must have come <laughs> like, out. That's some bullshit. They must have come out when Detroit was like leading or something. Yeah, and, and certainly before the Monday night game. 
It or had the Sunday to have, night like, game. Yeah, they, they might have been like Baltimore's. They must have posted totally that line injured, before Baltimore's last uh, the game against the Chiefs. I want to know who got that line. I might I, like. Where, yeah, where if was you got a bet slip with that shit, I want you to send me a screenshot. Oh my god, of that. please. Yeah, that's like frameable. Oh my god, what an incredible line! I just mm-hmm. came in my mm-hmm. pants. Detroit stinks. <laughs> I think Jared I'm taking Goff Ravens. Stinks. I'm taking the Ravens uh, minus eight and a half. God, I don't know. Or plus three and a half. This forever. seems like. I don't, man, it just seems like a lot of points. I'm not going to lie. Eight and a half is a lot of points. This Baltimore team is a little bit shaky. I mean, they're all fucked up. Their injuries are They're banged up. up. I I don't know if I trust them. I'm not putting money on this. But nobody can trust Detroit. They don't know what they're doing. Detroit's the worst team in the league. And truthfully, Jared Goff has played pretty well. Five touchdowns, only two picks. He's due for a three three interception game against a, 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 a defense that will rattle him. He's a guy who is effective in the pocket. He can make every throw. If you scare him just a little bit, he's going to make bad mistakes. And that's what's likely to happen this week. Man, Micah's on it today. Uh, yeah, Micah, Micah's making some good points. He, you are. You've got some good takes. I'm not going to lie. What was your thought on this? I, I mean, I'm riding with Baltimore like sky's the limit. I don't really care what the spread is. Like, obviously, eight and a half is a whole, whole lot. But like, I just Detroit stinks, man. And the I mean the other thing that you have to take into account is I'm pretty sure that um, Baltimore's quarterback's a little shook up. I mean I'm still riding with Baltimore. I got nothing. I I can't is help he's myself. Injured? He he's questionable on the the sheet, but I think he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, man, this is a tough game to cap. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, everything obviously says Baltimore when you kind of sit back and you try and see what. They did to an amazing Kansas City team, a Super Bowl contender. And we look back and we say, hey, Favorite, yeah, probably. their running backs are terrible. Their running back is not terrible. Their running back is Lamar Jackson. That is their running back. Right. And the fact, there's teams just don't have an answer for him. And Detroit is going to have a really tough time keeping up. Uh, this is going to get ugly. Detroit's defense is bad, just to be clear. They 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 are the second worst defense in the league through two weeks. They've averaged 38 points against them. Baltimore's going to score 38 points. Now, do you think that Detroit can score 29 or get to 30 and I, beat this I line? Actually, I actually I don't think know. that Detroit can get to like 25, 20, 20. They might be able to get to 28. 28 points. But can they I, get to 30? Yeah, that that is actually a, a great question. And I think... What we just said was hammer no. the fucking over. I, oh, whoa. That's a good point. Yeah, hit the high point. That's what we just said. That's what we just said. We Mitch, said is, hammer, Mitch is like Rosetta Stone here. Hammer the over because that is the sure play. I may not take the points here, but gun to the head, GTH, we're taking Baltimore. I love the over here. Love it. I think I do too. I think I do too. Okay, moving on. We got Washington at Buffalo. Ooh, this is another funky line. Washington opened up laying three. Huh? And the total 41 and a half comeback. Now, 45 and a half is the total. And that line, Buffalo laying seven. Woo! An eight and a half point swing. It's Uh, up to seven and a half on my bookie. Wow. At home. Why is that? Why is that? Two in a row we're seeing this massive swing. Why would that be? So these lines clearly must have come out sometime on uh, I, I just don't know was peter the irish guy making the lines i'm not sure Something i don't know like maybe, maybe we got some sort of error dude i, I don't i don't no, know no it no just no i i did hear this morning that both of these lines had major movement so bizarre well that being said buffalo looked incredible last week 
just wiping the floor with a division rival and a team Mopping. that I thought was awfully good yeah. uh, previously, just kicking the shit out of uh, out of Miami. They are one and one. Washington comes in one yeah, and one. They laid an egg in week one. I'm I'm getting close to being sold on Buffalo. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're a fluke. I didn't think that they would. You know, they went thirteen and three last year. They won a playoff game. I just didn't think they were going to be that successful. And their record may not show that. But this is a this is a kick ass team. These these are some bad boys. They play old school. Josh Allen is is a great fit for what they do. They built everything around him. I just like Buffalo here and. God, so real. I quick. like it at seven. I don't like. I don't know about seven and a half. That's just by the hook. Let me pour a little water on you here. Yeah, just a little bit of water. So Tua goes out like four plays into the game. Yeah, series two. So you're looking at this 35 point blowout against a very good Miami team, but the quarterback goes out. Who's the backup there? I can't even remember at this point. It's it's, it's somebody shitty. Like it's the guy from uh, that came from New England, the backup. Not I thought not it was Hoyer. Jacoby Brissett. That's the no, guy. Jacoby. He's yeah. good. Who uh, he played for. Jacoby, when he stepped up for the Indianapolis last year or two years ago, uh, I think it was last year. <laughs> You're not full of I don't nobody. remember last year. He's not good. They went they lost by thirty five points to and scored zero points against yeah. this Buffalo team. That's that's the cold water important on this. Like I don't think that it's necessarily a sign that that Buffalo has arrived. It's a very good sign that they are starting to gain momentum, but the fact that they got fucked up by that Steelers team that who has had a shitty ass offense uh, the last, you know, two outings. Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm still uh, the jury's out for me on Buffalo. I, I'm I'm taking Buffalo here minus seven. Uh, Washington. Everyone was so high on them. I don't know what they saw. I don't. I really don't. Uh, people. Is the week, defensive line right? Week week. Okay, they've got a great defensive line. But that's great. That's, that's the that's, good. That's, that's the one the shining spot. Yeah, because of Chase. Young. I I think it's that, and I think that people think Ron Rivera is competent, and that's a, a franchise that has been lacking competence for so long. They got to get a name. Yeah, they don't even have a you name. You can't win if you don't have a name. It's it, all of these things. I, and I think that people are quick to give Ron Rivera. He seems credit. like a stand-up guy. Way too much credit. He's done some good things in the league. And it, you can say anything you want about him, but he's a competent head coach. And I, I feel like people are like, oh, well, they got the same players, but now they are they have an actual coach. They're going to be better. They did win their division last year, but they still stink. That division, good God. And they haven't made any... I'm not sure they're any better than they were last year, uh, which certainly would, would lead to out. the Bills. Uh, well, did you see that Tyler Heineke... Is that the guy's name? Yeah. yeah. He like tried, to get, Heineken, a, you tried to get a sponsorship with Heineken, and Heineken told him off, so now he's <laughs> sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> really? <laughs> is the this true? Wars? That's great. That's the best piece of information you've given all day. I feel and like you've been on fire. I feel like I'm like... You know, go with uh, Jim J. Bullock for uh, the win on that. I don't know to believe that. Is that real? He's seriously sponsored by Bud Light. I, I got to double check this, but I saw a headline today. I love that. That's great. Did you know? But have you? His story is crazy. The dude played in Division Two at Old Dominion. He played for four NFL teams. He was back on campus at Old Dominion studying for like a math exam, and the Washington Football Team called him up to be their quarantine quarterback last year. He deigned, they weren't even like, he, he started, his first start was in the playoffs, right? Yes. Yeah. But then they, they called him up to be the quarantine quarterback, just like, don't even come into the facility, stay where you are. <laughs> and then they had an injury and somebody got benched and now he's starting a playoff game, played great. Now he's starting quarterback. It's crazy. Mm. 
Not for long, I don't think. And I'm with you. Like I poured, I pulled, poured, excuse me. I poured cold water on Buffalo. I still think they fuck up Washington real good. Seven and a half, I'm up. with yeah. it. I'm, uh, buy, I'm buying the hook down to seven. I'm going to feel great about it, and I'm I'm moving on. Taylor, move on? Well, um, quickly, we ta- a game. Taylor Heineke announced Wednesday he's partnering with the beer company. It's not one you'd expect. He's partnering with Bud Light. The quarterback received a care package from the company. Twelve, two 12-packs of Bud Light, one 12-pack of Bud Light seltzer, three bottles of Bud Lights with the companies for the fan promotion, one Bud Light-a-key written on the box, oh. and a Bud Light hat. He's going to need all of those after this game. Well, on another, to the next one. Another early game. I like this one. I'll be watching this one. I'm not New surprised. Orleans at New England. That line opened up at 46 and a half, and a pick of New England is now laying three, and that total has dropped to 42. Oh, my God, I love the over. I love the total on this. You do? Oh, my God, I love the over. Absolutely. Yeah, New Orleans, I mean, they were shut down big time Last week. You think this is a Jameis bounce back? Yeah. Yeah, I, big time. That's, I, kind of, that's kind of the pulse I'm getting like right off the bat. He's like just so my... erratic, you know, and, and this is the yeah. Jameis that we always know. Carolina has a very good defense. And again, when you get teams out of sync and get them away from their game plan, they they fall apart. And if they've got and, a shitty quarterback. And, 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 well, New Orleans just they were unable to do what they wanted to do because they were forced to do what Carolina wanted them to do. And that's what it's all. That's what ultimately happens. I think, uh, I think new Orleans may beat new England here. You think so? I do. Really? I'm, I'm, Ah, this is some self-loathing bullshit. No, it's not. I would take new Orleans plus the three points. I like new Orleans on the road in Gillette. I like them to upset, New England, and I'm probably taking the uh, money line on this as well. You're telling me you're taking New Orleans? I'm not taking them, but what I'm telling people to do, I would take the money line and I would take New Orleans plus the three points. I know my my team. I know my team, and I know how Jameis is going to respond, and I swear to God, every time New Orleans comes to Gillette, they always murder. This is going to be an up-and-down season for New England. This is going to be a very tough game. Well, if there's one thing that's sure about Jameis, he's up and down, and he was down last week, so it's time to go up. This I don't have a read on uh, this team at all. I just don't know. There's too many moving parts with New Orleans. In week one, everybody gave them credit because they moved, you know, during the hurricane, they moved everybody's family out to, to be with the team, and oh. everybody said, you deserve credit for this. Last week they had seven or eight That's coaches. That's the point I was going to make. That's uh, a huge point that we didn't really hit on before. Is that their coaching staff was just like decimated? Decimated. Like, I said that last week. That's super important. I said that last week. But there I mean, in terms of, of them getting their ass whipped and playing like shit, this is when we're they're not out. It, right? this, they're not eight of them out. They're back. I know, and I think that was that's the case. Everything. I think that's why they were so bad. Correct. Last week. Yes. Exactly. I'm telling you, the yeah. Saints yeah. hammer the Saints. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's going to be a tough weekend for New England fans. Like I'm telling you. Do not expect a win here. New Orleans is going to win this game probably by uh, 10 points, and they're going to make Mac look really bad. It's this a is, money line this, bet. This is his first game that he's going to look bad on. I'm with you, man. It's a money line. Are we in favor of this money line bet, by the way? I think we all. We, we have to take them both. Down. We have to take them both, and we have to take the over. I love the over. The 42 points. New England games have not gone over yet. This is the game. I'm telling you, New Orleans is going to embarrass 
New England, and New England is going to be forced to be throwing the ball. Mac is going to look bad. We're going to uh, put three bets on this, this game. But this, this is gonna, I like it. This is going to be a 30-24 to 24 game. Mm, so it's going to easily clear. Huh? I love it. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. I'm with you. Chargers at Kansas City. This is a good game, actually. Yeah. Line opened up at 46 and a half. Kansas City laying eight. It's now Kansas City laying seven, so dropped a point there. And the total, fellas, you get ready for this. Mm. We're at 54 and a half, 55, eight, eight and a half point movement on the total. So they're expecting big, big. Fireworks. Big. Um, yeah, and Chargers really, I mean, they look good. Their defense stepped up last week. Chargers great. did look pretty good. They're, char- uh, they, they're good a team defense. with a lot of potential. You you watch that offense. They've got weapons. They've got a young quarterback who shows a lot of promise. He looks fucking good. This is a team that loses a lot of close games uh, the, over the last year or two. The problem is this: the Chiefs are 2-11 and 11 against the spread their last 13 games. Can I say that again? The Chiefs are 2-11 and 11 against the spread. They don't cover. And they won of covered, even though they were going down to, to kick the field goal and win the game last week, they still won of covered against Baltimore. I, I, no sober person can look at and say, oh, I feel good betting against the Chiefs. I think you have to bet against the Chiefs. The, my, only, my only problem here is that the Chargers have struggled mightily with the shittiest division in all of NFL and Starting with Washington, they barely beat them by four, and then they lost to the Cowboys last week. So, like, if we're just looking at the competition they've played and the performances they've put on the field, mm, I'm feeling shaky as hell about the Chargers. There are little pieces about them that I like. I just don't feel like they've put it together. And, like, if you can't beat the Cowboys, are you kidding me? You can't beat the Cowboys? They stink. I love man. the Cowboys. I think they're a great football team. You think team. they're I, better I do. than I, think I do? I think they're a playoff team. You guys have been... No, I, I said last week that the Cowboys would win. That was my lock of the week. That's true. People have been re- given way too much disrespect on the Cowboys. Maybe it's just because y'all are hating on Texas teams, but I don't know what it is. But I got to tell you something. Micah, everything you're saying today, I am feeling. Like you're, you, are, you, you are dead on. Like, Thank you, Mitch. I don't know if I've... Uh, disagree with so one well. of your, yeah. but I got to tell you, I think, um, I think uh, Chargers are. This is a three point, three or four point game. Think so? Yeah, I do. Um, this is way too many points for a very good Chargers team. Um, look, Kansas City lost last week. They're going to come back, but the Chargers have a very good defense. A defense. Casey at home is scary too. That like the home field advantage is. I mean, is Cle- something. I mean, Cleveland hung in there. Cleveland is a better football team. Cleveland has a better offense than the Chargers. Yeah. Better offense than the Chargers, period. Sure. Okay. Uh, Chargers have a better defense, a much better defense. Okay. Than the Browns. I think the Chargers defense is is built. The differentiator. To, 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 to handle a Kansas City team. That Kansas City, Kansas City, like, what were they doing last week? They were just trying to outscore. They played zero defense. They had none. It they wasn't good. The bed. Their defense looked terrible. You got to score and, in the fourth and, quarter in this and, league. And and uh, what do y'all call him, Herbert? Oh, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he's he's not from Louisiana. He's not a bear. Right. He's not he's a bear. Herbert. Right. Yeah. He's Herbert. He's yeah. Not Herbert. He's French. Er, Air bear. <laughs> what do you call him? I, I, I Justin, I think, because I'm confused about the last name. 
Call him Herbie. I think that edible hit me. I gotta tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got some. We got some early bird. No wonder Micah's takes are, are hidden. Hey, yeah, if you, they, they are hidden. If you, you know want what these, else is hidden, oh, <laughs> that early bird CBD. Go to earlybirdcbd.com/bdc. Save twenty percent on your first order right now. Oh yeah, legal shipping to all fifty states. Mm. All right, what's next, Mitch? Yeah, let's get off this. Atlanta at the Giants. This might be the worst Ooh, fucking football stinker game I've ever seen. Uh, Ooh, that line stinky. opened up at. Total 43, two and a half on uh, the Giants. That line's now Giants land three. And that total's creeped up to 47 and a half. Wow, this is a bad game. I, I like the Giants. I, I think Atlanta may be the worst team in the NFC. They're they're terrible. They stink. They don't have anything. Uh, the Giants did almost beat the Washington football team. Not that we think that means much. But the, the Giants to me seem like a six to eight win team. Atlanta looks like a two or three win team. They stink. And uh, I, I like the Giants at home to, to get this win uh, by a touchdown. Okay. What do you think, Mitch? Man, this is, a, this is just so stinky of a game. I mean, I don't know if I want anything to do with it. If you're betting on this game, like call 1-800, you have a problem. Because <laughs> actually, this is what I'm taking. You better have some insider information. This is what I'm taking. I am taking the under in this game. Mm. You've got four and a half points of movement to the over. Uh, you have Daniel Jones. I, I too like the under. And here. Matt Ryan. So my take on this is fuck betting on one of these teams, but gun to head, gun to head. Um, I might, I'll, I might take the Atlanta gun to head plus the three points because mm, mm, this mm. is probably another New York Giants special where it's like a one or two point game. Like, you know, someone's going to win. Like, I see this 17-16. Yeah. I, I feel like the Giants are a touchdown better than Atlanta, but they win. Mm. They they never win by more than three points. So I don't know what I'm thinking here. Just stay away from this one. Shit. Okay. On Chica- to the next one. Chicago at Cleveland. I'm actually kind of excited to see mm. this, believe it or not. And Chicago opened up laying three and a half and the total 50. Now that total's creeped down to 46. Cleveland laying seven and a half. Ooh, that's uh, a seven. lot of movement. Justin Fields' first start. You've got a Cleveland front seven, which is outstanding, especially on the, the front four. Uh, against a rookie quarterback, making his first start. The Bears aren't very good. They don't have a lot of weapons, uh, especially not on the receiving end, uh, although their backs are pretty good. They actually have kind of good receivers in Allen Robinson and Gage, but... I'm with you. They look like shit all the time because they're getting the red rock and throwing them to the ball. So it's like, this is the unknown. Like, is Fields going to come in and play? The only thing I'd say here is I don't think the Browns are a good matchup for a rookie making his first start. That's a good point. That defense can be ferocious. It's a physical team, right? They run the ball. They they play defense. They got some bad boys up front. The only problem is Jarvis Landry's shook up. I don't think he's playing this week. I think uh, Zodie B back. I think he's like a game time decision is what they're saying. And so like, now, now we're talking about some some who he play for is coming out and catching balls. I got lost. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, Mitch is too high to even know what's going on right now. <laughs> Those early birds got me, man. We're we're talking about how the Bears, how Cleveland has no receivers, but they're too physical. They're going to come in and fuck up Justin Fields. It's going to be too physical of a game. I'm definitely going to go with Cleveland here, laying the seven. Fields, look, he's just going to have a tough time. It's his first time starting. And I'm going with Cleveland here. At I, seven. I like Cleveland at seven. I don't love Cleveland at seven and a half. So this is one of those scenarios where you should buy the hook. Um, 
because Chicago's defense is good. So we'll see what happens. That could be an interesting game. We'll, we'll see what the young guys got. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Oh, you know what the Midwest is. This is actually, I'm, I'm excited to see this one too. Young and restless? Total 47. Pittsburgh laying six and a half. That line naturally. Pittsburgh now laying three, and that total is down to 43. Hmm. Interesting. Of course, this is a division game. Uh, these are teams that know each other quite well. I was high on Cincinnati. They did not play well uh, last week. I think Joe Burrow had three picks. Pittsburgh looks like shit last week, too. So Big I th- Ben is the corpse of Big Ben. He, he's just lumbering around. It there. appears that he's like 55 and not like Tom Brady, 55, getting better with age. Yeah, He's uh, aging like milk while Tom is aging like wine. <laughs> it's not good. I like the Cincinnati team in this spot, I, especially getting points, uh, getting any points. I, I, I think this could be a they could go on the road and win this game straight up. I would sprinkle the money line here. I just like Cincinnati better than Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh is, has got it. Pittsburgh's way better than them. Like, way better. Way, way better than, than Cincinnati. Three points isn't enough, man. Pittsburgh's going to stomp these fools out. This is really funny because week by week, you know, early on, the opinions and the overreactions every which way is happening all over the place with every team. Oakland's looking like a respectable football team, and Gruden's trajectory... Of he's never you know how long has it been three years? This is year four. You're talking about Vegas. I'm talking. I'm talking about Gruden came in and each year they're getting better and clearly Carr is their guy. They've got the speed. Was that rugs that just burned the fuck out of the Steelers secondary? Yeah. Holy Christ! I think Oakland just has. They're kind of like the old school Oakland team with. Sorry, (laughs) I can't. That's gonna take me a while. Okay. I'm going to be calling them Oakland for a while. Okay, it's okay. Uh, the Raiders. Uh, who who did they have on the side? I mean, you had Kenyon Drake came in. Who were the just, speedsters back in the '90s? I mean, Randy Moss, uh, but that was but, way. But they always had. They always took the fastest. Yeah, they guy. took the that, fastest guy. The fastest who was like he was not shifty. Dar- but just D- Darius Hayward Bay was a was a, a Raider who could do pick. nothing but run. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, they, they're. They took him, did him over Crabtree that one year. And then the, the year they went to the Super Bowl where they had Brown and Rice, two great receivers, not mm. necessarily You had Tim but, Brown, yeah. that motherfucker, James Jett, <laughs> Jerry Porter. Remember Jerry Porter? Oh, yeah. Like, all these dudes used to fly. And I think... Wasn't Car- Rocket Ishmael a, yeah. a Raider at one yeah, point? Yeah, one, one of the Ishmaels. There's yeah. like 20 of them. They're all Rockets. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, they just got speedsters. I feel like Oakland's back. The reason why... Las Vegas, that's going to happen... Again, I'm just, just deal with it. Vegas okay? is back. Just deal with it. Uh, yeah. This They've is, never been there this, before, but they're back now. So so Oakland's a good football team. That being said, I think Pittsburgh bounces back. That game got away from them. Big Ben is lumping around, but this is going to be a game that's won in the trenches. I'll be honest with you. I'm taking Pittsburgh, but this is probably a three-point game. You're probably Ooh. pushing. You're probably pushing here. This is going to be a field goal game late. I'm taking that big glass of sour milk, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, you guys have probably convinced me. I, I I don't see Pittsburgh losing two consecutive home games, um, and it feels like a field goal game. So it's a stay away from me. Najee Harris better pull his shit. He together. better man. He looks like shit. Okay. Miami Good. at Las Vegas. Mm. So we were just talking about him. Talk about Party City. 
This, this is a party on party right here. So they opened up laying one and a half, that total 48 and a half, now creeping down to 44 and Vegas laying four. It's an interesting game. Four seems light for a Miami team coming in with a backup quarterback after getting their ass whipped last last week. That Vegas crowd is uh, looks like it could be a real factor. They're playing with confidence. Uh, Derek Carr, despite being a beta male, is really comfortable in that offense. We are in year four with Gruden. I don't know. Four is seems like a pretty good number here. Um, but with a backup quarterback, I'm inclined to go lean towards Vegas. I love the Raiders here. I like the Raiders. They're this is the hey man, they're undefeated, right? Well, this season at home. But look, that's a good football team. And if Miami had problems at home uh with two is starting at Buffalo, I think you know, this is kind of a similar team. Um yeah. you, you just you know, you don't have the mobility factor of car, but I don't I don't think Miami's gonna do enough defensively. If they can do it defensively, they've got a shot. But and if it's Jacobs not be doesn't come back at the running back for Vegas, they've got Kenyon Drake. Like they've got a stable of backs. Like that was Miami's starter. Yeah, now he's in Vegas. So I th- kind of like Vegas in the spot. I like Vegas. Big. I think I think they're gonna come. I think through we this. all agree on I, the the Raiders. Yeah. Jets at Denver. Oof. You had Jets Den- are all time bad. You Jets had, are bad. You had Denver open up at seven and a half and forty two and a half. Slight movement on the under to forty one and a half. And then Denver's now laying ten, ten and a half in the, okay. most books. The Jets stink. Ten and a half is too many points. Ten and a half is too many points. This Denver team <laughs> uh, is two and zero. Oh. They're going to be three and zero oh after Sunday. I don't believe they're going to win this game by more than ten. Uh, and if you can get ten and a half, I'm 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 big on the Jets. I swear, really? it's not, I swear it's not the the edibles those those early bird thingies. It's it is but, ten and a half. Let me my ask bookie. you something: Is BYU in the mountains? Yes. Does a bear shit in the woods? BYU's in the mountains, right? The yeah. altitude's got to be pretty good. Zach Wilson is used to the mountains. That's true. Zach Wilson is he's so, not afraid to be at mile high. So ten points here. Like, I just think it's way too many. You're getting 10 and a half. This number is going to go higher. People are going to look. Denver's a really good football team. I like Denver. I do. I think they're a good football team, but there's no way that they're favored 10 and a half against a team that is not Jacksonville or Houston. The Jets are going to be able to hang. They're pretty if, close to if, those. Two, if though. they can keep it a low scoring game and control the clock, this 10 and a half is going to be easy. What's if, the if, total here? Uh, 41 and a half. Mm. This screams under. It's It looks terrible. It looks terrible, but you want to hammer the under. God, here. If this, you lose this game, if if you lose this game 21-10. I don't even think a team gets a 20. Yeah. Uh, this is certainly a first team to 21 wins the game. Maybe. I, I got bad news for you guys. I'm on, I'm on Denver. Jets stink. Okay. All we'll right. see. I just don't see the explosiveness in that offense. I think Ruggs got hurt last week. Um, I, I don't see the chance for Denver to get up and run away from them, but we'll we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. That's why they play the games, as they say. Indeed, I'm just I just I did like points. your uh, I did like your altitude point on the uh, BYU quarterback. He threw four picks last week. He's he, not going to be that four, bad. He cannot. He will not be that bad. Oh, four. By the way, I think the amount of interceptions that he threw, like I think it was two or three. And by the way, it was a close game. Like. Like for a little bit, the Patriots should have been up like a trillion, and they were up like four. Like it, 
I don't know. This defense is going to hang in there, and they're going to control the clock. Anyway, this is the game of the week. Tampa at Ooh. the Rams. I think this is a a you know a a, a preview of what we're going to see in the NFC final matchup. That line opened up at the Rams laying two and a half, total 52 and a half. Now 55 and a half, and Tampa is favored on the road. Wow. What do you boys think about this? I'm seeing seeing a one-point spread. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Rams in this spot big time, honestly. I like the Rams at home. I think that receiving core is just dynamite between Woods and uh, old white boy, who's number one receiver in the league at the moment. Uh. I think Sony Michelle comes in and just tears some ass up this week. That's just that's just a feel I got. I like the Rams in this spot, man. What are you thinking? I, I think I love the Rams. I think they're great. Mm. And and if they're gonna beat the Bucks ever, this gonna be it. It's gonna be this one uh, at home. But I gotta tell you, my man Tom looks the best I've ever seen him. And this Tampa, he has this Tampa team bought in and a bunch of young guys who have bought in and have matured at a very early age. That's secondary. Mm. You had two like freshmen and sophomores with uh, Winfield and my boy Whitehead. I mean, that defense is really nasty. And this is Matt Stafford versus Tom Brady. So I love the Bucks here on the road. Wait, wait, wait. You just said you like the Rams. You like the Bucks, huh? No, I said I like them. I oh, like them okay. as a team. Okay, I thought I like I, I I do. I like them as a team, but, but you love the Bucks. Yeah, but I love the Bucks here. Let me change my notes over here. I see what you're doing here. I see that was really dramatic, Mitch. That's that's good drama for uh for BDC there. Mm. Uh I I like Tampa as well, just to be clear. I, I think Tampa is putting it together. Uh they that offense looks incredible. Tom Brady is aging like wine. Every time I picked against the, the team Mitch picked last week, I was wrong. So take it with a grain of salt is what it is. Seattle at Minnesota. Seattle laying two and a half and 51 on the opener. It's now Seattle down to laying one and a half and 55. Uh, I'll just jump in here. I mm. love the Vikings at home. Uh, Seattle got lucky with the home run ball last week. I mean, every yeah. single ball I felt like was thrown to lock it. And he threw it in a double coverage. Somehow Lockett always grabs these 40-plus yard completions. The defenders are like, you know, Larry and Moe and Stooge. And they're just like hit each other. And then Lockett breaks it for another 40 for a touchdown. Well, as someone who's had Tyler Lockett on his fantasy team, I feel like eight of the last nine seasons, I don't know how long he's been in the league, but he's always on my team. And he's not on my team this year. And this is just what he does. Uh, and then he'll disappear for two games. and He's on my team. Oh, well, it's been good so far. I think he disappears this week. Okay. Let me start by saying that. Uh, I just, I'm I'm getting a weird feeling uh, from this from the Seattle team. They just fucking blew it so bad last week. That it was, was a gag job. And Minnesota needs it. They need it. And I, I, I think Minnesota's going to gonna be there. Uh, if you this week. if you wipe last week off the off the table, I feel great about Seattle. And they're getting points at Wait, home. I, you can't wipe last can't. week off the off like so. Now I'm just lost, dazed, and confused like Mitch on on early birds. So I don't know what to think. But I like your take here, Micah. I like that. If Minnesota's getting points at home, I like Minnesota. Sprinkle, sprinkle. All right. Okay. 
I think that line is going to get closer to a pick em. So if you like Minnesota, jump on them now. And, and what is a point and a half? I would just take the money line at that point. Yeah, me too. And get, and get, and get plus. Yeah, forget the sprinkle. Minus. Just dump all over it. Who are you yeah. picking, though? Uh, I thought I I thought I was clear of Minnesota. There it is. Yeah, I thought so. It was we're clear. all all on the Vikings. Yeah, I like I like the Vikings. Sometimes here. you got to tell me twice. That's all. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Green Bay at San Fran line opened up at two and a half, and total forty and a half, forty five and a half. San Fran now laying three. This is the Sunday total night game. fifty. Yeah, it's a good Sunday night game. A very good Sunday night game. Uh, Green Bay bounced back after a disastrous week one last week. Aaron Rodgers played very well. Uh, their running backs played very well. San Francisco, 2-0, and and looks like a damn good football team. Jimmy G wins all the time. His career record as a starter, I think, is like 28-6 and or something. The dude always wins when he's, when he's playing. They're at home. Uh, I think Green Bay could lay an egg here. Three points seems about right. I, I'm inclined to lean San Francisco. Where's George Kittle? I've got him on my fantasy team. He had a rough week last week. Where was he? Where has know. he been? What the fuck happened to Ayuk, too? That San Francisco team is weird, man. Weird team. Weird, weird, Defense, weird. Defensive team. They are all about defense. Their offense is probably about to kick in gear against kind of a soft Green Bay defense. They Which don't is like feel a that Shanahan great. special, man. And like he's friends with LaFleur or whatever. LaFleur. Yeah, I, I almost called him LaFleur. That's why I mumbled. <laughs> That's the thing is like these dudes. Those two head coaches are friends. Like this is kind of like a bragging rights game for young, hot coaches. Whatever. I feel like Shanahan. Like it's not supposed to be defense that he hangs his hat on. He's supposed to hang his hat on a kick-ass offense, and they just haven't had it. So like this could be the week, maybe. Although all their running backs are fucking De- injured. Debo Samuel has proven to be uh, the guy I always thought he was going to be a very explosive receiver. He had I think seven catches. Last week, mm. he could break one against. I just feel like this Green Bay defense gives up big plays that they have blown assignments. They make mistakes until Rodgers gets a fucking haircut. I don't know what to do with Green Bay. I, I, he looks like a goddamn caveman. I don't know how you could have confidence betting on Green Bay after Where what you we've from. Would you say? I, I you know week one my take was like you know Rodgers just doesn't give a fuck. He wants out. We of rode Green with Bay. Green Bay if I remember. Uh, last week? No, yeah. week one. We had Green Bay last week. I told, I told, I said take a teaser mm. and uh, take the under, which was a lock. Um, mm, mm, mm. so yeah, I think last week seeing Rogers, I mean, playing against Detroit will make you feel like a champion again. You know, if you're feeling low, <laughs> beat up on your little, beat up on your little brother in the in the division. And but I I looked at him and it, it looked like he was having fun again and I think he likes winning and I think he likes winning more than, than Jimmy losing. G oh and I think that Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league and I think Green Bay is going to march in there and I think they're going to win this football game. San Fran is due a loss. Uh, they played a Philly team last week that was so overhyped that played a shitty Falcons team. Mm-hmm. So you've got teams that have beat up on shitty other shitty teams, and this is going to be the first test. And this is kind of, you know, if there's four teams in the NFC, I think these are probably two of four. Uh, you got the Rams, right? And uh, who else? Who would be the fourth team in the NFC? The Buccaneers. The Bucks. Sorry. How do I miss that? No, you... <laughs> Right. Basically, it's all of the, the key players are playing. Right. I mean, is week. that not like the, the? I mean, would you not 
agree no, that's that, the top tier. Certainly. Those, certainly. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm riding with Green Bay. I just think, I think I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers over uh, Jimmy G. I don't think Jimmy G is it. Nice. All I'm right. riding Shanahan over Lift Look. I, I'm with Brad. Yeah. All Last right. game. Last game, losers. Monday night. Oh, this is the loser. This is the NFC East loser Monday night game of the uh, the year. It'll get the highest ratings of any game no, all week. No, Mitch, but. you love Dallas. Well, I hate Philadelphia. <laughs> I hate Philadelphia. Like, half of my family lives there. I hate Philly fans. I hate their fucking stupid bootleg New York, New Jersey accent. They can't say water right there. Like, where's the water? I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate those fans, those fucking jigaloos. They're so fucking annoying. Like they suck. And 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 I don't even need to break down anything other than Dallas is a phenomenal football team. This will be a blowout. This will Whoa. be a blowout. Dallas is gonna beat the shit out of Philadelphia. And for the second week in a row, my lock of the week Whoa. is the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. Let's go. This feels like emotion, Mitch. You just called them Jigaloos, and then you took them. You took Dallas. That's rough, boy. That, that, did that feel hateful to you, Micah? People from Philadelphia may burn this uh, <laughs> studio to the ground. <laughs> they Fuck got, everybody. They got a long way Fuck to travel. You. I Fuck like that. Philly. I like all this passion, Mitch. You really got it going Do you have on. a favorite cheesesteak, Mitch, since you have family Fuck there? Fuck yeah, I have a favorite cheesesteak. Okay. I did all Good. the ones. I did gym. Me and my wife go there, right? She takes like a bite of cheesesteak. I eat ha- like the whole thing. We went to gyms. We went to Delisandros. I've done Pats and Genos. That's a slop fest. You're better off with Jersey <laughs> Jersey Mike's than than Pats and Genos. That's fucking garbage. Jersey Mike's pretty good. Uh, Jersey Mike's ain't bad. That's not a bad. It sandwich. ain't bad. Like for us Texas folk, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. But I will tell you, when you go to John's roast pork, and for anybody that watches Portnoy and watches his reviews, he goes there. This I, I met. I met the guy. I met like John's grandson. He's like I'm like guy. We just went to Jim's and Delisandro's. I've had better cheesesteaks in Texas. Round Rock, up there. Hoodies, <laughs> no joke. Hoodies, hoodies, amazing cheesesteak. You can't eat carbs, Micah, but this place is really fucking good. Mm. And the I other, can eat steak and cheese. That's right, with no bread. But I had this cheesesteak, like, in my mind, this thing was a 9-9. It was like a sesame bun. Mm. And he, he goes, oh, he goes, have you had the roast pork? I'm like, well, no, and it's the name of the restaurant, John's Rosemary. So, well, you got to have it. It's my grandfather's special. So the guy goes and makes this one. We didn't even pay for it. Brings wow. it five minutes later. I'm talking to his friend who's like an old 70-year-old cop. He's like, yeah, I was, I was here like uh, sound, 50 years ago. Philly sounds awesome. I, I don't know what, what your deal is here, Mitch. I just like the cheesesteaks. <laughs> I hate Philly fans. It's the fans. This guy wasn't a fan. They he, can't say water right. They say water. Apparently, this guy spoke normal. Allegedly. He made the best cheesesteaks. Like, <laughs> so I have a favorite cheesesteak in John's Rose Port. Place is incredible. The other places suck, but still, fuck Philly fans. They suck. There you go. I'm on Dallas with Mitch. I'm riding. I can't bet on the Cowboys, but I think they're a better team than Philly. I, I think Philly stinks. And uh, what's the total on this, Mitch? Can you? 52. Uh, uh, I'd probably like the under here. I would lean towards the under, but I don't think it's a very strong play. I, I mean, I want the Cowboys to win, and they should beat. They should be four points better than Philadelphia. The Eagles have shown us almost nothing this season. Make your pick, sir. All right, I'll go with the Cowboys. Yeah. Hit the fucking high point. How about them Cowboys? We're back, baby. Well, that's it. We just made it all the way through all of the week three action. Whole fucking squad on the Dallas Cowboys. Week two. That's two weeks in a row, baby. Wow. wow. Nice. Let me play you out, boy. I think that's it. Brad, who do you like in the Ryder Cup? America. 
motherfucker who's, who's playing <laughs> yeah that's good enough hey one other thing go to earlybirdcbd.com slash bdc get 20% off your first order feel as relaxed as Mitch right now you won't regret it thanks for listening and until next time bye bye are my eyes really red <laughs> this shit's a shit show good night now